and welcome to the My Muy Bueno Women in Business podcast to inspire, empower, strengthen, support and motivate you on your walk as a woman in business. I'm Justine Murphy, founder and CEO of My Muy Bueno and a big welcome to today's show. Well, what a two weeks it has been since we were last chatting. Wow. What a world we're living in, hey? Um, well, here in lockdown, uh, in London, here in London lockdown, we are now on tier four. In the last two weeks, we, I think the last time when I spoke to you all, we were coming out of lockdown. Um, I was gearing up to having a few business meetings, uh, getting all my ducks in a row, moving forward on a whole heap of different projects and things. Um, managed to get out with my husband and have an amazing dinner and celebrate our 10-year wedding anniversary. Very grateful we got to do that because within a few days, we were back on lockdown again. Um, what a time. Uh, so yeah, it's crazy. It's very demotivating and deflating. It's very hard to keep pushing forward when we keep getting the rug pulled so, so dramatically and um, from under our feet all the time. Um, and we have to, and it, it, it's hard, but keeping that positive focus is more important than ever before. And which kind of leads us really quite apt, aptly onto today's subject, um, which is all about the naysayers. I have lots to say about this topic because I've dealt with many a naysayer in my life. Um, but going through the times that we're going through now, by eliminating the people around you who are toxic in any way, shape or form will strengthen you and help you and equip you and better you throughout whatever storm you go through, including this one that we're all going through at the moment in these COVID times. So yeah, today's episode is completely focused on that. Um, in other good news, under lockdown, celebrated our My Muy Bueno ninth birthday, nine years, nine years, amazing. Um, not quite the, again, the celebration uh, I would have wanted, but we still celebrated it, had a toast, again, remembering to celebrate those achievements as we learned from Octavia last time. And uh, so I did, we had a, a nice bottle of bubbly and enjoyed, uh, yeah, toasting my muy bueno. I kind of did a few Instagram stories and videos looking back over the last nine years. And it really kind of got my juices flowing thinking about today's episode. You will hear a little bit of rustling of paperwork. Sorry, I'm sat here in a sea of notes because I've really heavily researched to go away and kind of just get extra information, extra backing, I guess, on th some of my thoughts and feelings and experiences <clears throat> to just get to see what other people say about it. Because in business, we all will come up against naysayers. I call them naysayers. They've got lots of different names. Um, haters, trolls, um, dream busters. <laughs> Basically, it's anyone who wants to try and burst your bubble in any way, shape or form. Um, and for me, it's really interesting. And I think over the years, because my world, because I created my Muy Bueno um, in a way that, in fact, it's really interesting. I, lo I look back at it now, more so since writing the introduction to my book um, and sharing a whole part of my story. In the last few years, I've been sharing with my Women in Business event days, sharing my story. 
um, being brave enough to do so and realizing the power that it has. But along the way, it's been a real, not just a healing process, but also it's just been a realization um, of, you know, A, where I am now, how far I've come, but also like, wow, you know, I've created a world that within my company, my business, my family, my friends, the people that I have around me are and how I've how I've built my business has been off the back of um, all the hurt, all the betrayal, all the people who pulled me down over the years, all the um, hardships. And I say adversities; it's not just adversities, you know. It's um, you know I went through atrocities um, for many years at the hands of people, you know, and unspeakable things and things, you know, that I'm not even ready to talk about, but I've touched on over these years which has been part of a healing process and coming to terms with things, coming to terms even with the word survivor and survival because I never ever gave myself that badge because that would mean admitting or, or, or kind of making it more real, I guess, um, feeling like a victim, I guess. And, and, and I'm not, I don't feel that way. And I'm strong and I've become strong because I've, I've stepped out of the shadows of the people who have hurt me. I've stepped away from that and refused to, to allow that to be my life. And, and that has resonated and gone with me into business and into building and carving the life that I have. And therefore the the world I've created for myself and not tolerating those sort of people. And even with all of that in play, I still face them. I still, they come out of different crooks and corners and places you least expect them sometimes. Um, even in this COVID world, I think we can all, we all recognize that we've had different people respond to us differently um, throughout this time of crisis. Um, some people have risen up and been supportive and others who you thought were friends or thought they were people you could rely upon have flitted away. And it's really made me interested, I guess, over the years in human psychology, because recognizing different patterns, I deal with so many people, especially as an agent, you know, doing recruitment and um, recognizing different patterns in people all the time, um, and how people respond. And the one thing that I've really come to learn, and it's taken me a really long time to get there is that it's not you. When people are hurtful towards you and behave badly towards you in business and personally and professionally, it's them. It's them deflecting their insecurities in whatever way, shape or form, whatever they're going through, whatever they've gone through, whatever it is that's making them have some sort of resentment towards you or hostility towards you or say something that by pulling you down, it makes them feel better. Um, and it starts to shake you and rattle you and then interfere with your uh, ability to move forward or to roll out or do something because that person has upset you so much. It's them. And it's taken me a really long time. And, and I'm not, you know, I can't sit here and say, I don't get rattled. Because of course I do, because I'm human. And I think the more sensitive you are, I'm a very sensitive woman. And I take things very personally and very, um, you know, I, I have big feelings and because my heart is on my sleeve, my heart is in everything that I do. And it's very important over, over time to not let things that other people do to you 
harden your heart. You know, I think there's a very fine line between protecting yourself and not doing so to a point that you don't allow others in. Um, you know, I think over the years, because I've been bitten so many times and betrayed and hurt by so many people, you know, it's it, you end up with trust issues. And for certain, you know, I definitely do. Um, of course, you know, and again, you're constantly looking back and I'm always self-analyzing and looking at how I am as a person, how I've grown, how I've matured, how by sharing my experiences, it's strengthened me, it's helping other people. And then looking at different things, looking at behavior patterns. It's really, I find it really fascinating, but recognizing the same behavior patterns in people, both in business and in your personal life, you come to recognize certain traits and certain um yeah, it's the same thing over and over again. And I think it, you know, it definitely stems from childhood, definitely stems from playground behavior, especially with women. You know, I think I've only ever had maybe one or two men in in these kind of last years in business who have kind of not been very nice um, or had an opinion in some way and voiced it. Um, and again, down to their own kind of insecurities or hang ups. But it's where it hurts most is when it's women and we believe women and I think this is going to be a podcast episode of course all on its own which is about you know women supporting women women hating on women um in fact I remember when I did my women in business podcast uh, women in business breakfast back in Mallorca in my deli when we had the monthly event and I did an event called women hating women and I remember having one woman message me, two women actually message me to say, can I change the name of the event? It didn't sit well with them and they didn't like it. They they, they didn't feel that it was uh, flying the flag for what I should be campaigning about being women, supporting women. But it really hurt, like they didn't like that it was women hating on women. And I said, well, but that, that's what it's about. That's what we're going to be shining light on and talking about. Um and, you know, it's not about scraping things under the carpet. It's about talking about real issues that we all actually face as women, but we don't necessarily talk about it. And I'm very big on shining light and talking about it, talking about the stuff that actually really does happen to us. And who do we get to share that with? Who do we get to offload to? We don't. We often just deal with it on our own. And where do all those feelings go? Where does all that go? You know, who's... Um, you know, who's absorbing it? We are, we absorb it, we tackle it, we conquer it and we do it on our own. So again, by shining light on things like this, it's, it's really important to talk about realities and sometimes they're not nice, um, but we go through them. Um, so yeah, boiling back, going back to women and girls, you know, thinking back to playground behavior, to to, you know, to looks and to girls being mean to other girls. Well, why? Because they kind of think they're prettier than them or they think they're more clever than them or they've got more friends than them. So I think it's been really sewn into us from a really young age, this mentality of comparing and um, competitiveness. You know, as humans, as uh, you know, we are competitive. And um, as women, I think we all want to say that we all support each other and we, sh we do. And, you know, and if you're being genuine about it, I wish we could have a world of completely genuine women who, who really do want to support and champion other women and lift them up. And there are plenty out there, but there's also lots of women who might pretend to be that way, but are they really being sincere about it? And for me, actions always speak louder than words. Um, I definitely think this year I've, I really saw it, you know, when my business got hit so hard, um, 
you know, we got, oh, well, I was in a position that like all of my companies just ceased operation and we had no, nothing happening, no movement, no income, no nothing. And that's terrifying when you've got lots of staff and lots of sites and lots of overheads. Um, it was terrifying and having to make calls, make cuts, start really kind of moving mountains. But then in the meantime, seeing who the people were there, who was there for me throughout that time. And I had a couple of individuals who, women who just, who were there, they were just there, like, you know, just amazing. They were supportive. They, they bought my book, they championed my book, you know, cause my book was the one thing I actually had throughout the, um, when everything was going on, you know, my book launched right there. And when lockdown first happened, and that was an income and um, something to be able to rely upon and having my cookbook kind of being championed by people and shared. It was such a simple thing to do, even if they couldn't afford to buy it, just sharing about it and talking about it was, was you know, that small gesture meant the world and seeing the people who actually did do that and then seeing the ones who didn't and remembering that, you know, it suddenly opens your eyes and it's, you know, you suddenly see who the real people are around you, not the people hanging on or not, not the people trying to pick up your breadcrumbs or, you know, cause there's lots of those people around. Um, and those people, they do, you know, they, they feel threatened by you. Um, they, 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 they'll copy you, you know, and you know, the people I'm talking about, they're the people who watch your Instagram story, but will never, ever like one of your posts. Um, they're always on the outside looking in, uh, they'll never interact with you in any way. And maybe if they do ever interact on something publicly, it's only being done to serve their purpose so that they can be seen so that they are using you as a platform to um, make their presence known. And I'm sure you all recognize about those sorts of people. Um, and they're out there and they're everywhere. And naysayers are, I mean, they're, they're in every walk of life and they're in, you know, they're in your family, they're in your friendship circles, they're in your colleagues and acquaintances, they're, you know, they're, they're in all different kind of fields. Um, and you never know when they'll crop up. But the biggest thing for me is recognizing it so after so many years of you know living a pretty awful existence as a child and then moving into my 20s you know being on my own two feet from a very young age um being then in the wrong hands of the wrong people time and time again um and into some very dark places and to finally escape all of that and to go and try and um, uh, find my happiness, live the life I always wanted to live and or go and find that, find out what that was and who I was away from all of uh, everything I had gone through. And it made me see, it made me have better clarity on recognizing naysayers along the way. So when I kind of went off initially to go and work on super yachts as a chef and then I found my husband and had a group of friends at the time and, and I had a few upheavals around that period of my life and it was like I finally found my happiness you people are not going to take it away from me I'm not going to tolerate people in my life hurting me being toxic to me you know what I've I escaped all that to go and find my happiness I'm not about to put up with it now. So I pulled those people out of my life. I immediately wanted to protect my 
my my husband and I, what we had, our marriage, and the people around me who were genuine and real people, um, and made my circle so much smaller. Because for me, as always, it's always about quality over quantity and removing those people from my life who were not serving me, who didn't have my best interests in any way, shape or form at heart. Um, and they just frittered away. They didn't st stand up for our friendship. They didn't try and fight for it. They didn't want to know, you know, they, they showed me by how easily they kind of were happy to walk away um, that they didn't deserve a place in my life anyway. So that was the beginning. And that was, so then that was me being 30, really. This is why the last 10 years has been such a poignant part of my life. For me, this is when I started living. Um, and that's how kind of my philosophy has become what it is. My core values are what they are. Because from that day forward and creating my muy bueno, walking into my marriage, creating something new, like a clean, clean slate on life. And then everything and everyone who came into that, um, had to be had to share the same core values had to be you know not to tolerate wrongs not to tolerate naysayers not to tolerate people who make you feel bad in any way shape or form um people who hold you back pull you down um people who make you question your your abilities or want to burst your bubble so you don't start moving towards your dreams and I noticed what was different around that time and looking back now I have seen a pattern over the years which has been that when you're floating along in life and I guess it'll be the same right back in school times and it's the same in your business and your work and just in life in general but you're floating along and when you're just happily floating along and you're not sticking your head about above anyone else um that you're just happily just doing what you're doing bumbling along like everyone else everything's good and fine and easy but the second you start to work harder better your life gain better quality things do more because you're working hard for it you're earning it and your head and you're starting to become more successful and your head starts to stick up above the crowd that's when you start finding who the naysayer? I mean, the, literally the quickest way to get uh, naysayers or haters sticking their heads up is to become successful and start to be successful in what you're doing. Um, and I remember in the first year of business, I started my deli first. That was always the vision for the brand, having an umbrella brand in my Muy Bueno. Originally just three divisions, the cookery school, the chef agency and the deli, um, setting them up one year at a time, but always as an umbrella brand and everything else has evolved and grown over the years. Um, but yeah, uh, it was the first year of business with the deli and I had made my strawberry conserve and my granola. Uh, both in my cookbook now, just without the, the the refined sugar. There's no sugar in my jam anymore, no white sugar. Um, it was, it was yeah, I entered them both into the Great Taste Awards in the UK and I was really proud of them. And I wanted to see if, if, if other people, you know, they blind taste test them uh, and if they felt, you know, it felt the same way, you know, and if they thought my products were, were deserved of a great taste award and have that recognition for them. So I entered them and I remember at the time shouting about it and saying, yay, I've entered them. You know, this is so nine years ago. So this is um, back when, you know, Facebook wasn't used as much as we use it now. And I remember posting on my Facebook page and posting on my own personal Facebook page at the time. And I remember having a couple of people message me kind of a few weeks or later you know it's a couple of months after 
entering and submitting your project products do they get tasted and do you actually then find out if you've won or not and I remember they'd asked me two individuals had said to me have have you heard yet have you have you won and I said no no I won't hear yet oh maybe you haven't won I said well I haven't heard yet so you know but staying positive and then I'd get another follow-up oh have you heard yet no I haven't oh what a shame maybe you haven't won I was like well Maybe I have, <laughs> you know, why, why are we trying to downplay something into something negative from the start? So anyway, I, um, but, but what did it do? It, 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 it sowed a seed. It sowed a seed of doubt. It sowed a seed of thinking that I was a failure, thinking that I'd lost before I even knew whether or not I had one or not. It sowed a seed and I allowed this one, one of the two individuals to really, it really, you know, it was like a heavy weight on my chest and I couldn't sleep at night and it was tick, tick, ticking around my head. And I gave it so much of my time and energy and gave it so much of myself, all for something that hadn't even happened yet. And of course, the outcome was that I won. I won gold for both of my products that I entered, both my uh, granola and my strawberry conserve, won gold in the Great Taste Awards um, and in 2012. And then they won consecutive years every year I entered. And do you think I heard from those people? Do you think I got a congratulations from them? Do you think I heard anything at all? When I announced it, I had so many people say, wow, it's amazing, congratulations, that's brilliant, can't wait to try some and buy it. Um, but those people, those people who stuck their heads out to try and knock me down were nowhere to be seen. And that, for me, is my first main story about naysayers because I think it really summarizes them really well you know why are they called naysayers the bible talks about naysayers you know those who say nay it's very simple um and they really do crop up they crop up at a time when you are um yeah when you're when you're trying to do something or get it off the ground they'll come and try and tell you otherwise which is why you should always protect your dreams protect your goals protect what you have planned ahead and um not to share those things until you've done them i'm always reminding women to you know not you know don't be very careful who you share what you're going to do because people will copy you people will steal your ideas steal your dreams and try and make them their own and over the years I've seen it time and time again I've lost count of how many people who have tried to copy me I've had people who literally watch my Instagram and then they will go and recreate pictures on my Instagram account and do them as their own and they will do elements of my business and try and do it as their own and um, even using my words or, or uh, yeah, you'll see it. You'll have it happen to you. You will, of course, you will. Because when you start becoming successful, you will have people who will try and bring you down. You will have people who will try and copy you. You will have people who will try and do things um, uh, as make them their own. But ultimately, they are not you. They are not you. They will never be you. They can try to be you, but they have not walked a day in your shoes. They have no idea of the life you have led. They have no idea of who you really are and what your goals and dreams are. And everything that you are marching towards the beat of your own drum on 
is what drives it, it drives you. And no one else can be in your head or your heart to know those things. So reminding yourself of that when you ever face those sort of situations. And once again, it comes back to them. It's not you. And we waste way too much time on worry, on the energy that's been depleted from us. You know, protecting our energy is so important. You know, um, so much energy, um, good energy, bad energy, and protecting our energy is really, really important. And we deplete ourselves. You know, it's emotionally draining. And, And I know you've all been there, you know, because it hurts. It hurts when someone does something or says something horrible, but its intention is only to make you feel bad. Its intention is only to try and trip you up or pull you down just to make themselves feel better. So they feel better for it. They feel great. They feel powerful. They feel, um, yeah, you know, stronger, you know, and wow, what a person, you know, and I think somehow I think you've got to gain perspective from that and I find that helps me when someone's horrible to me um a couple of years ago I had a a hater my first experience with an actual hater someone who genuinely passionately decided that they hated me um and this individual was literally slating me all over Facebook groups. Um, anytime that someone, you know, recommended my cookery school, they'd be like, no, not my muy bueno. Hate my muy bueno. Hate everything she stands for. Hate, 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 hate. You know, like this woman doesn't um, know me, yet she's really hell-bent on, on slating me. And I had so many people screenshotting things and sending them to me. And it was really upsetting. I mean, I... I carried it probably around my neck for a while, you know, and my husband just said to me, you know, you, you, again, you know, uh, remember your advice you give others. And it's true. I'm always saying to people, if they don't know you personally, don't take it personal. So that's number one. And why was I taking it so personally, you know, and it was because I was hurt, of course, you know, I'm human, and I'm hurt. And the bottom line is, you know, I've got so many people who love what I do and love everything about my muy bueno and are passionate about the brand, passionate about everything that I share and do, uh, and are on this journey with me and my different communities and, and those people. Why am I getting so upset about this one person? Why am I so affected? Because at the end of the day, it's the realization that not everyone is going to like you. That's the realization. And of course, we all want everyone to like us. Of course we do. But there's this quote, which I'm going to share with you, and it really resonated with me. So I hope it does with you. Um, You can be the ripest, juiciest peach in the world, and there's still going to be someone who hates peaches. It's good, isn't it? So that was something that really kind of helped me um, with that situation and letting it go, but also gave me perspective, perspective to go, what's making her hate me so much? And it's something in her, it's her insecurities, her um, hatred, you know, um, for whatever reason is then turning it around and going, what's happened to her to make her like that? Having to have perspective on it is really important because it helps you to, it elevates you above the toxicity, which is really important, you know, because you're not there to, 
to be their savior or anything. You're not there to then try and convince them that you aren't the person they think you are. Because no matter what, you're not going to change their view of you. They just don't like you for whatever reason. There's nothing you're going to do to change that. So why are you putting all your energy to being so upset about it? You just got to let it go. You got to ignore it and you got to let it go. Um, And I never responded. I let it, you know, I just left this person to really, you know, I mean, it got to a point that I had then started to think about, you know, legal side of things because it was, you know, getting really horrible and very hostile, you know, but again, keeping it simple. And then again, like all things, you know, if you don't fuel the fire, the fire eventually goes out and she lost interest and moved on. And because I didn't ever respond in any way, shape or form, um, then, you know, that obviously helped, I guess, too. Um, But also remembering that how other people perceive someone like that. If you see someone being nasty and slagging someone off, it's not very nice, you know. Um, People who, you know, there's no reason to be negative. And I think that in itself speaks volumes. Um, You know, people don't, uh, don't forget over in history, you know, people don't remember the the people who were judgmental and slagged other people off they remember the people who were successful and doing great things and I don't ever believe that you need you know if you're successful and you're happy you should never need to slay anyone off in any way and you shouldn't ever have to be horrible about them so I think you know um recognizing when there's people like that recognizing you are going to have people who don't like you recognizing there's nothing you can do about it and you shouldn't worry about it and you've got to let it go recognizing that it is hard to let it go because it is upsetting and it does hurt but to remember it's their problem not yours and it's not your weight or burden to carry um so you need to also another thing to remember is when you have haters and you have naysayers it means you're doing something right (laughs) it means you're becoming successful it means that you are doing well and people don't like that because maybe it's a reminder that they're, they're, they're not reaching for their dreams. They're still at the beginning, at the starting point. And they can see that you're doing well and you're pursuing your dreams and you're doing all your hard work is paying off. And they haven't, they haven't done the hard work yet. They want your dream. They want to be where you are. And that causes those feelings of jealousy and negativity um, and the hostility. So I think... Um, yeah, that's, I think, just recognizing patterns in behavior, recognizing, excuse me, when people are discouraging towards you uh, or skeptical, you know, and again, just going back to safeguarding your goals, safeguard them, don't, you know, have someone who, like, I've recently just started a consultancy and mentorship program as an extension of my my Muy Bueno Women in Business, just to be able to help women, um, just to have someone confidentially to be able to have some support with, to be able to bounce off ideas and to speak to about the things that you just don't get to speak um, about with anyone normally because you have to protect yourself because you can't um, freely speak and voice uh, things and also just to offload to offload all this sort of stuff you know when because who else are you meant to talk to about it and as a woman in business I find it very isolating at times it's isolating because we carry so much and we do it all you know we're mummies we're you know we're business women we're women tackling everyday life uh, we're women tackling hormones oh my goodness you know I'm 40 now and I have 
hormones fluctuating through my body constantly and I think that's going to be an episode in itself to talk about you know whether it's about periods or whether it's about going towards menopause all of these things we're combating constantly throughout our own body you know um, we already fight so hard for everything else you know in a world of trying to get equality and equal pay and all these other matters that hugely matter and are so significant we're fighting so many things as women and um conquering them and trying to do so with support around us but very often you just genuinely aren't finding it um so yeah so that's why i've started that uh so if you are interested drop me a line um but remember to um just just to recognize those people you know they're the people who are pouring acid over your dreams they're the people who will always focus on the downsides or the dangers they'll be quick to point these things out and i think um uh, you know when you're talking about oh i'm gonna do this and i've got plans for that and oh you know oh careful it's gonna cost a lot of money or maybe you don't have that money maybe it's not the wisest idea to do it right now well i'll be i'll be the judge of that thank you very much you know um so therefore you've got to keep those things to yourself because you just can't talk about them or share them unless you're around people that you can really trust um who have your back and um you know people who aren't going to wreck or or damage your self-confidence and then you suddenly talk yourself out of doing what you were going to do it sowed some seeds of doubt and you know, from the person who was going to be launching a new product or a new part of your business or guns blazing, full of excitement, full of energy. Maybe you listened to my podcast and you were like, yes, my ducks are in a row. I'm going to do this. And then you shared about it with someone and that person tore those dreams down and you woke up the next day and you felt deflated. You thought of all the negative things and all the things to you suddenly put a whole load of hurdles in your path or they did because you hadn't thought about this this and this and suddenly the very thing you were going to jump off the cliff and and just go for it and do you suddenly haven't done it and it's now gone and it's gone to the back burner and the moment's gone and maybe maybe it's just never even going to ever happen and you're not going to do it and that's a real shame because you're then just denying yourself the ability to reach your true potential. I mean, imagine how much we could be doing if we just stopped allowing other people to infringe on our dreams. And this is why you've got to remove those sort of people from your life. Sometimes maybe you can't, but then you need to lessen your contact with them and you need to recognize that they are the people who are stifling your dreams, causing you pain, causing you upset, making you feel insecure. Um, and once you do eliminate those people or lessen them from your life, you then have the freedom to do, to fly, to do all the things that you want to do because it's all there for the taking. You can change your life. You can do anything you want to do in this world and in this life. And it's none of anyone else's business at all because it's your life it's your world it's your future it's your dreams and don't let anyone dampen them or get in the way of them you've got to protect them and then you've got to work towards them and you've got to make those dreams reality you know i've i created my muy bueno from nothing just a dream a vision a vision for what i wanted to build and do a vision so 
burning bright and an excitement to build something and build this this company. I mean, I never knew I wanted to come. I never knew. I remember rewinding back to my early 20s and and thinking, you know, I don't know what I'm ever going to do with my life. And um, and, you know, little did I know that I was going to create a business and brand and company based around my passion and my love for people and food, good food and good people. And um, and then my experience as a chef and my expertise in Super Yacht World and all of those things to come together and to create a business based on them. Wow. Like, wow. You know, that's amazing. This is why building a business based on what you love and what makes you tick and what you're passionate about is so important, which is why there's no way if someone copies you, they could ever be successful in it because it's not their passion. It's not their buzz. It's not their fire in their belly. They can, you know, pretend it is and try and make it theirs, but it's, they should go to do, go and do their own thing, you know, go and do what makes them tick and makes, but they, you can't, you can't try and help someone get there and you shouldn't need to. Going back to you're not meant to be their saviour. You're going to let them get on with it. Let them deal with their life. You need to focus on you and not allow your energy to be wasted into them. So constantly, um, and it is a constant, but you get better with it. You know, again, I, um, you know, I recently had to deal with trolls on my Instagram account. You know, you, again, it's they, they pop up in random places and I haven't had to deal with trolls before. So it was a new thing for me. People who are just writing nasty things, horrible things, you know, just being nasty and for no reason. But, you know, it's again, you're going to get people like this. And it's the world we live in. Now we have a world of social media, I share a lot on my social media accounts, of course, it's going to flag up people who have an issue with that. And it, um, it, it, shakes them it shakes things up it rattles people you know and for the most part it rattles people in a good way a positive way your vibrations and your energy you know boost people who who want to be inspired by you who love what you do and will go away and and put all of that into their own life but then it's going to also that energy is also going to have an effect on people differently, depending on what they're going through and what their life is. So again, really remembering when someone's horrible to you in whichever way it is, it's it's them, it's on them, um, it's not on you. But how you respond to it, how you react to it, um, how you um, handle it, that's on you. And remembering to protect yourself and to, you know, um, to put it down, to go through as women, we need to process it, you know, um, you know, for me, I have to, I have to talk about things. I need to get them off the table. I need to get them off my chest. I need to go, go through things in my head to get an understanding on things. Um, and, and that's where it is hard as well. I think when people are not nice to you in any way, shape or form, or try to bring you down in any way, shape or form. I think we, you know, we measure people by on how, how we behave towards people. And we would never do that. We would never hurt someone or betray someone or do something in a certain way. Um, and of course, then that's why it hurts so much. And we're so confused because we try to process it and comprehend it. And that's where it's so difficult. But then we very easily waste energy and time into it. And we shouldn't be. So, um so yeah, that's that part. And then also going back to just about giving people a chance, you know, see, I always give people a chance. And I, when I kind of was going through some of these notes, my husband, he was like, you give people more than one chance, Justine. And it's true. I do. I give people multiple chances. Um, 
and then until it kind of is the more full me part you know um I'll give someone a chance at some point whether if I've hired them to work with me and then they've hurt me somehow or betrayed me somehow you know I mean if it's a hardcore betrayal then see you later you're gone forever but if it's something that you know um can be remedied and give that person a chance to fix it or to and to say sorry and to apologize then of course there's a way of moving forward people make mistakes but if that then happens continuously and time and time again then yeah, you've got to let go because you're no mug. You're not a fool. Um, And also you're a businesswoman. You're a kick-ass, awesome, amazing, powerful woman in business. And again, you can give people a chance, but you're also not there to be taken for a ride in any way either. Um, So remembering that too, very important. Uh, And I'm not just talking obviously about employees, you know, again, you've got friendships and friends and friends that you then suddenly recognize, they might have been around forever. But then when you realize that actually you're not getting anything out of the friendship, or it's not a two way street, or you're there for them, but where are they there for you? Or um, do they make you feel bad in some way or shape or form or a family member always pulling you down? It's recognizing that that relationship is toxic. And You don't need that in your life. We've already got enough to deal with in everyday life. You don't need toxic people interfering and adding stress on your plate, upset, anxiety, all these burdens that that one person or people are creating. It could be in a job, you know, maybe you haven't got your own business yet and you're thinking about it, or maybe you just listen to this show because you just want the inspirational part of it. So let me inspire you by saying, if you work for a company and you're not happy, you need to leave that company because it's not serving you anymore. Maybe it served you for a period of time, but now it's time to find a new job, a new focus and not waste any more of your life. Maybe it's someone in the business or in the company who's treating you badly or unfairly. You need to address that you know if you love your job and love the company you need to address it with that person if it's a situation where they're making you feel bad or you find them toxic and if that's not possible to do then you just need to lessen your contact contact and interaction with that person and if that is even impossible because there's someone like your boss or someone a colleague that you have to work with then you need to protect yourself from that person and how you handle it to not allow it to consume you and upset you anymore and to turn it round and recognize that that person is being the way they are they're being hurtful they're being not nice because of their own issues, their issues with you. They feel threatened by you in some way. Their insecurities are then played out onto you. So again, just remembering in every, it's the same rule in everything, whether you have a business or you don't, whether it's at family or it's home or it's in company or it's in any relationship basically between two and interaction between two humans. Um, And it sucks. It really does suck, but it's life. And it's recognizing that. And once you recognize it, you become stronger, you can handle different situations better, and you just become a better judge of character. You recognize the signs when someone starts behaving that way in any way, especially with new friendships or new relationships. You go, "Uh uh-oh, here we go again. Uh Uh-oh, no, no see you later, going to get rid of you before it even goes any further. You recognize those types of people very quickly. You recognize uh, your gut. I always talk about trusting your gut and that intuition. You feel it, you know it, trust it, listen to it, because more often than anything, it is always right. So really remembering that 
And yeah, totally trusting in that, you know, if you get a funny vibe or a feeling that, yeah, most of the time you are picking up something that you, you're absolutely accurate about and listen to that and lean into it. So, yeah. So again, don't let the other, don't let opinions of others define you or your future, um, is ultimately what's it, what it's about. Um, and you know, I think there's a brilliant quote that Russell Brand did, uh, said a few years ago, which really resonated with me, which was what other people think of you is none of your business. Isn't that great? And it's so true. So very, I mean, it kind of goes back to the, if they don't know you personally, don't take it personal, uh, very similar, but it's a brilliant mantra. What other people think of you is none of your business. And remembering that, going back, um, you know, your goals, your your dreams, you know, they're too precious to let anyone taint them. You know, you've got to protect them, really protect them, um, you know, and just safeguard yourself, safeguard your, your business, safeguard your goals, your dreams, your vision. And when you are getting these sort of naysayers cropping up, then you've got to eject them from the, from your life if you can. And if you can't, then you've just got to, um, you know, recognize those patterns, recognize that behavior, and then just lessen your interaction with them as best as you can. That's the biggest thing. So, um, I'm running through. I've still, I've still got a mountain of notes here because there is so much to say about this subject. Um, but it all ultimately comes back to exactly the same thing again and again and again. You've got to protect yourself. You've got to recognize that these people are, um, you know, it comes down to things like jealousy. Again, they're all negative things. They're all, you know, hostility and negativity and um, uh, trying to pull you down and being toxic. And, you know, these are all negative. You don't want negativity in your life. And you certainly don't want it in your business. And this is why when I built my Muy Bueno, it was so important for me to have these core values, pride, passion, integrity, ambition, and love, and protect those and never compromise on them. And anytime I do feel that I'm compromising on them, it only ever sets me up to fail. Every time I've done something that I had that gut feeling about, whether it was working with someone, an individual, or something that just made me stop and pause for a moment to go, are you sure? Are you sure about this? And then I ignored it. And then what happens? It didn't go the way I wanted. It didn't, you know, because I worked with someone I really shouldn't have because I had a feeling. Uh, trust that feeling. You have to lean into it. You have to trust it makes all the difference. But taking all of that and into your business, this is where I say there is no, when it's your business and your baby, there's no, there is no such thing as work-life balance. You have created a business that is completely you. It's you on a plate. You're putting into it, you're getting out of it what you put in, and you start becoming more successful. You grow stronger, you get better. And all of these lessons along the way with naysayers, with the haters, they're all valuable lessons in both business and in your personal life. Um, you know, they're only but a good thing. And I think having that re realization, and I remember when I had this partic that particular hater, I mean, it really, really upset me. And I had to go and I didn't have anyone to talk about it properly with. I had no one and had to go and search online and find and seek out other 
individuals who'd had these experiences and to get a greater understanding of why uh, and that it's nothing to do with me and to not take it personally and to let it go and to understand it's them and look at things differently and have that objective um so yeah I hope that you know uh, I think you know bottom line is it's kind of successful people don't need to put other others down happy successful people don't waste time saying negative things about others that pretty much summarizes it I think and that's something that I've had to learn and recognize and grow and deal with and accept and move forward with and now I feel more at peace about so that when the next situation ever happens I'm now in a stronger position that I won't let it affect me in such a way again and I think that's the thing no matter what hurdle we ever go through this included that we just get better at handling it we you know talk about growing a thicker skin I guess we do um but just making sure it doesn't affect you and who you are you should still stay being you um because you shouldn't you know you don't want to change you don't want to stop being you because people have hardened you too much you still have to be open to being hurt because it's just a natural part of life and you being you and being the shining star you are is super important however just being guarded, being protected, being eyes open, and then just learning along the way from every lesson that we go through that it only ever serves to equip us and strengthen us for the next hurdle ahead. And that, I believe, summarizes everything that I have to say about the naysayers. (laughs) So I hope that has all resonated with you all very, very well today. And it's an episode that maybe you need to listen to again maybe you know uh listen let digest everything that i've talked about today and then play it back another day or just play it back on a day that you really need to hear it and make notes and and go over those notes and make them your mantras so you can help so they can help you and equip you better um you know there's not anyone who you know if you're doing well in your business and you are reaching all your goals and reaching for your goals and sticking your head about above the crowd, you are going to get naysayers. You are going to get haters. You're going to have people try to pull you down. Um, And remember, it's because you're doing something right. It's because you're doing well. Um, So take that and take that and apply it to yourself um, and have that peace from it knowing that other people go through it and find that strength in you to to help you to deal with with them and with situations better and maybe in your personal life you've now heard this episode and recognize that you do have people who no longer serve you you know we're going into a new year I mean this year has been (laughs) a crazy crazy year um but we're going through it we're living it we're doing it we're adapting we're we're evolving because we have we have to and with that you will notice you're going to have even you're going to have people who are hostile towards you or angry or disappear or ghost you or all of these things because they can't handle that you are working through it that you are coming out the other side you know it's amazing when I announced that um, I was having to close the deli and the cookery school over in Mallorca because of covid um 
the amount of people I hadn't heard from in four or five years that suddenly stuck their heads out of nowhere and went, oh, so sorry to hear that. Oh, what a shame. Oh, wow, where were you when I opened my deli and opened my cookery school? Where were you when I was doing all the amazing things? Um, nowhere, nowhere to be seen. And of course, they were nowhere to be seen when I then announced that I was relocating my deli and my cookery school to London and moving my family over to London. And when I opened my 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 offices in Michelin House and expanded the business now into the yacht brokerage and the captain agency and launching the podcast. Where were those people then? Nowhere to be seen. But clearly they're always watching. They're always watching. They're always looking at what you're doing. But the second you might trip up or fall down, then they're there. Not to catch you, just to kind of go, oh, what a shame. What a shame. No. See you later. No, thank you. You know, these people who are naysayers and you are going to find them along the way if you haven't already um and they will always be there but recognizing them seeing them you know and these people this didn't hurt me when those people came along because they're not in my life they're not in my life so it's kind of like oh whatever you know and again it makes you value the people who do support you who do have your back a billion times more as well because through these sort of situations you get to see the genuine people you get to see the ones who are your people your tribe the ones who lift you up the same way you lift them up and you are there for them and those are your people those are the women you want to walk with um and that, that is everything. So who you surround yourself with is so important. Who you um, allow in your life and in your business circles as well is very important. And it's something to really think about. And that's your homework <laughs> for the next two weeks, because the next time we tune in again, we'll be in the new year with a fabulous next guest. And we'll be kickstarting the new year talking about our customers, our clients, and to make sure we never forget them. We focus the new year into that. And um, yeah, we're going to be talking about that with a brilliant guest. Very excited to have her on in the new year. And uh, but yeah, your homework in the next two weeks will be before we go into 2021 to really put pen to paper now and to think about you know people in your life who does burden you bother you upset you who rattles you what parts of your life do you want to change and are you going to change and you know it's not even to change next year it's to start now you know the time is now and I think more than ever before this year this year has shown us how precious life is and um you know, we've, we've now is the time to do all those things, to reach your dreams, to do them, to rip the bandaid off and to jump feet first, because, you know, the time is now and you just got to do it. You know, if you've got an idea that you're really bursting at the seams about. So two things. One is to, to have a look in, uh, into your personal life, into your professional life. If you have any naysayers and, and to rid those people from your life or to lessen them being a, your interaction with them. And two, to enable you to have a better quality of life and to um, feel happier. And two is to what do you want to do? What are your goals that you want to get off the table that you want to do that maybe potentially someone's 
pulled, like tried to talk you out of, that you've made the mistake in sharing about them, and then they've, you know, um, they've fallen by the wayside. Maybe you've taught yourself out of them now as well. You know, some seeds of doubt have been put in your mind, and then it's off the table. Um, and you know, it could be anything, anything that you want to do um, and you've been too scared to do it. You've now is the time to do it. So write those things down, write your goals down. And you know what? You're just going to do it and then think about it on the way back down, on the way down, at least rip the bandaid off and get the ball rolling, get that website done, hire that person, do this, do that, whatever it can be. Now is the time, ladies. So on that note, that's going to be it from me wishing you today on Christmas Eve, wishing you a very Merry Christmas. Um, and again, it's fine to say Merry Christmas, have an amazing Christmas because, you know, it's, I almost feel like lots of people are kind of almost guilted into saying, you know, oh, it's not going to be a very Merry Christmas. You know, Christmas is cancelled. No, it's not. No, it's not. Enough with the negativeness. You're going to have an amazing Christmas. You're going to make it the best Christmas ever. You might not have the Christmas you always have normally that you've always had every year, year in, year out. Well, make this Christmas different. Make this Christmas a Christmas that you get to do things that you wouldn't normally do. Because normally if you're traveling or you're seeing family, maybe this is the Christmas you can go for a walk and go to the park and have a nice little flask of coffee on Christmas morning. Something you would never do because you would be driving between different families back and forth or whatever. Maybe you know enjoy this Christmas embrace the Christmas if you are just on your own with your uh with your loved one and you're not with all the other people just enjoy it for what it is and instead of grieving for the things that you can't have and we can't do because we can't do anything about them so we just make you know the things we can control that's where we can put our time and our energy into right now um and in general um so make your Christmas amazing don't look at it always with a half glass full, not a half glass empty. There's no point stressing or worrying or being upset or wasting your energy on the things that, you know, we can't do anything about. So therefore, the things that you do have to count your blessings, to to enjoy, to find your happiness, to hold on to that, enjoy it to the full, eat really well, drink really well, have a wonderful Christmas. Um, and then I'll be back in the new year, ready, raring to go. Um, and we'll be making 2021 an amazing year, no matter what we face and what hurdles and challenges may come, uh, as I'm sure they will. So uh, of course, as always, please do subscribe and please do review over on Apple Podcasts because those reviews really do help um, and help get the podcast seen that bit more and into the hands of all the people who might be looking for it and don't know it exists. And once again, please do share it with any women in business that you know. Please send them the link and get them listening and that they may... Um, enjoy and uh, find uh, that it inspires and empowers and strengthens them as much as it does you. And if you are in the UK, I have now started, much like I have in Mallorca, my My Muy Bueno Women in Business um, UK Facebook group to be able to uh, connect other women in business across the UK. I would very much hope at a later date that we can 
have events as well once we can all reconvene and come together in groups once again but for the time being um starting to build that up to uh inspire and help and support and strengthen other women in business um remembering that in that group that you may find other women who could become clients who you may have synergies with and of course you could even become friends with so really important to be flying the flag in all the ways now um and that's it from me everyone so i will love you and leave you wishing you an amazing christmas ahead don't forget my cookbook is out so if you haven't ordered it yet for christmas um well it's probably a little bit late now unless you're with amazon uk and you can get it for a tomorrow delivery otherwise you can treat yourself for a january present for you and um and that's it really lots of love guys take care bye